to the $100 MBA show, the business podcast that goes deep with our deep life lessons. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA and Webinar Ninja. And in today's lesson, we're going to be talking about sleep and its relationship with success. How much sleep do you actually need? How do you figure this out? This is something I've been working on for some time. This is something I'm still working on, still experimenting in, and I've been reading about it a lot. I've studied some of the people I look up to, some of the founders and CEOs of companies that I really you know, admire, and I'll share with you some of their stories and how much sleep they get. And it's not what you expect. Some people, you know, more than others. And then we're going to talk about how to find out what's best for you, how to experiment, and I'm going to give you my plan. You know, sleep is so important. Being rested, you know, you're the leader of the company, and if you are not in tip-top shape, if you're not in the best position to win, the whole company is going to suffer. So this is something you really need to prioritize, and this is why I thought it was important for us to do this episode. We're not going to sleep on sleep in this one, so let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by Referral Candy. Running an online business? Then you know getting word of mouth is so important. Referral Candy helps online businesses get more word of mouth with referral programs. With Referral Candy, you can quickly set up a refer-a-friend program for your customers. You don't need to know how to code or be a tech whiz. They'll help you set it up if you have any questions. Go to referralcandy.com slash MBA to get $50 credit when you get started. Again, that's referralcandy.com slash MBA and get $50 worth of credit. Today's episode is also supported by Caliper. We've been doing a lot of hiring lately at Webinar Ninja, and it is not easy to get the right candidates. Often, the candidate is great in the interview, but once they start getting going and they're you know in the job, they're not as good as you thought they were. Caliper solves this problem. They offer in-depth assessments for potential hires and current employees. Their scientific personality insights reveals key traits, behaviors, and what motivates employees to succeed. So you make sure that they're a good cultural fit with your company. Caliper's unique approach works on any size company, whether you're a startup or a Fortune 500. Their expertise has helped over 30,000 businesses hire, retain, and develop top talent. And Caliper has an incredible offer for you, our listeners. Assess your team for free. Discover what makes them tick and how to improve the performance of your team. And you'll get an hour of free consulting. To learn more, visit calibercorp.com slash MBA. That's Caliper, C-A-L-I-P-E-R, Corp, C-O-R-P, dot com slash MBA. There's a quote by Ernest Hemingway that always makes me chuckle. And he says, I love sleep. My life has the tendency to fall apart when I'm awake. Now, as humorous that is, all joking aside, as entrepreneurs, we can't get anything done when we're unconscious, when we're laying in bed, right? We got to get up and we got to get going and we got to really take advantage of all our wakeful hours or try to get as many wakeful hours as possible. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to optimize, how to know how many hours you really need and to stick to it. So it's going to take some experimenting and we're going to talk about what you can do and some exercises that you can join me in doing. I'm doing this myself right now. But we're also going to talk about what some of the leaders in our industry, leaders in business are doing. What are the hours of sleep they do? What time do they get up? How many hours do they actually sleep? Some more than others. For example, the CEO of Apple, Tim Cook, wakes up at 3.45 a.m. every morning. He says he does this to get a head start on the day because he has 700 to 800 emails to respond to every single day. 
So when we hear stories like this, we often feel like, are these billionaires like genetically fortunate to only require three to four hours of sleep? Do I need to force myself not to sleep as much as I want to or need to? Is sleep really worth it? If I run a global company or an online business, should sleep be sacrificed for the sake of being productive? Here's the thing. There's no silver bullet. There's no universal answer what the best sleeping habit is or the number of hours you need. You need to find this out for yourself. And we're going to go through some experiments together. Again, we're going to do this. I'm going to show you how you're going to make sure you're optimizing the number of hours you need to sleep. But let's talk about some other leaders in business and see where do they fall on the spectrum? How many hours do they sleep? Chrysler Fiat CEO Sergio Marchione gets up at 3.30 a.m., even earlier than Tim Cook. He does this to check European markets. His staff even claims that he invented an eighth day of work. Marissa Meyer, CEO of Yahoo, is known for only getting four hours of sleep. She allegedly cranked out a 130-hour work week. However, she's also known in 2014 she missed an important dinner with chief executives due to oversleeping in a nap. She was awake for 20 hours, she took a short nap, overslept. This is a good reminder that maybe she's not hitting the right amount of hours of sleep. It's an unnatural behavior for her. So are all these leaders in business sleeping three and four hours a night? Is that why they're successful? Well, let's take a look at the founder of SpaceX and Tesla, Elon Musk, somebody I really admire. He says that he needs to sleep minimum six hours, and he likes to get it to six and a half if he can. He says that any less than six hours, he loses on mental acuity. His mental acuity drops once he sleeps less than six hours. Now we're getting somewhere. Elon knows himself. He knows he needs a minimum of six hours, preferably six and a half. We're going to try to do the same together. We're going to try to find out our sweet spot. Now, sleeping less than eight hours a night didn't quite work for Huffington Post founder Ariana Huffington. She collapsed from sleep deprivation due to 18-hour workdays. Since the incident, she's become a huge advocate, a huge supporter of healthy sleep practices. Let's keep moving down the spectrum. Let's talk about somebody else who's hugely successful, a billionaire, one of the richest people in the world, Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg is known for not being a morning person. He says he wakes up 8 a.m., sometimes later, especially if he stays up late speaking to his developers. In many interviews, he's mentioned he's not a morning person and he likes to have a slow morning. There's also another company called Amazon. The founder of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, says he has to have eight hours of sleep. He says he avoids morning meetings. He likes to have a slow morning where he has a healthy breakfast and he hangs out with his family. And he says he feels much better throughout the day when he gets eight hours of sleep. And these guys are not alone. Bill Gates says he can't get less than seven hours of sleep, says seven hours is optimal for him to be creative. So as we can see, it's not one size fits all. We have successful people sleeping three and a half hours. There's successful people sitting eight, nine hours. The takeaway here is that it's not about the hours. It's about what's right for you. You could be successful no matter what the hours are, as long as the hours match your body and your actual optimal performance. So this is something I've been working on for some time. This is something I am working on right now and experimenting with because I enjoy sleep. I've always needed more sleep than most people. When I was younger, I could probably get away with six hours. But now as I've gotten older, I'm in my late 30s, I feel like I need more sleep. But then I realize it's not about the hours. It's also about the time I actually go to sleep and the time I get up. For example, if I go to bed early, like I get to bed, I'm in bed, I'm falling asleep at 10 o'clock. It's a lot easier for me to get up 
at five o'clock and have seven hours than it is for me to go to bed at midnight and wake up at seven o'clock in the morning. So the earlier I go to bed, I find myself making it easier for me to sleep less. So this is what I'm doing. I'm experimenting. I'm trying to get to my optimum amount of sleep. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to sleep the amount of hours we feel comfortable with. Say, for example, you're just comfortable going to bed at 11 and waking up at 7. That's 8 hours. Let's say you get up 7.30, even 8 and a half hours. So go through the day, do that, go to sleep at 11, wake up at 7.30, you know, get up, go through the day, and take some notes. Jot down how you feel, whether it's on a notebook or Evernote or whatever on your phone. How do you feel? Do you feel sluggish? Do you feel energized? Do you feel okay? Everything okay? Take note of it. Make sure that you do. How do you feel at the end of the day? How do you feel around 9, 30, 10? Are you feeling sleepy? Are you feeling tired? Are you ready to go to bed? What you want to do the next day is you want to move it back a little bit. So instead of sleeping eight and a half hours, let's try to see if we can sleep eight hours. But instead of just waking up at seven instead of 7.30, we're going to go to bed a little earlier. So instead of 11 o'clock, let's go to bed at 10.30. We're going to move it back half hour from the top end. So we're going to go to bed at 10.30, but we're not going to get up at seven. We're going to move it back a half hour too on this end and get up at 6.30. So now we're sleeping eight hours instead of eight and a half hours. Bed at 10.30, wake up at 6.30, eight hours. Again, go through the day, see how you feel, take notes, jot down, be mindful of what's going on here. You're trying to figure out your optimal amount of sleep. Everything fine, everything is going okay, great. The next night, go to bed at 10.30 as you did today, but now you're gonna get up early. We're gonna shave time from that side of the you know, sleep cycle. So now we're gonna get up at six. So we're going to sleep at 10.30, get up at 6, that's seven and a half hours. You get the point. You're going to take some notes. You're going to see how you feel that day. And the point is that you're going to shave off a half hour from the top, meaning that when you go to bed or when you wake up each morning or each day to see what your optimum time is because it makes a difference when you go to bed and when you wake up. And once you start having a day where you're just like, oh, I feel tired. I don't really feel rested then you know you've kind of went over the line and you want to just back up one half hour, back up one you know, time. So you know, sleep in a little bit more or go to bed a little bit earlier. And that's how you find really your sweet spot. And that's what I'm trying to do right now. There's a couple of things you need to be aware of, a couple of caveats here, right? What you do during the day will affect how much sleep you need. This includes stress, how much stress you have during the day, how many problems you're solving, how many fires you put out. This includes, you know, how much exercise you get. More exercise you do, the more energy you have, actually. You're not going to be as tired. This includes travel, how much traveling you're doing. If you're on a plane, you're changing time zones, that's going to change your system that's going to make you feel tired. So you want to do this experiment when you have some consistency, when things are not, you know, going nuts, when you're not like going through a launch right now, or you're not, you know, working on something that's really critical uh, and there's, you know, it's time sensitive, you're not traveling. And it takes about maybe a week, maybe 10 days for you to really, you know, dial this in and really focus on how many hours you actually need and not only how many hours, but what time is optimal for me to go to bed and what time is optimal for me to get up. There's plenty of books that talks about how it's very beneficial to get up early in the morning, get a start on the day. I mean, one of our friends of the show, Hal Alrod, has a great book called The Miracle Morning. It's all about getting up early and getting a fresh start, an early start of the day. And there's a lot of people who are a proponent of this idea. And for a lot of people, it's a great formula, but it's not for everybody. Not everybody is optimal at 5 a.m. at 6 a.m. You need to find your optimal time to get up. You need to find your optimal hours of sleep. 
And we got to deal with reality. We got to deal with life. You know, some of us, you know, they have different sleep cycles because they got to feed a baby in the middle of the night or they can't get to bed early because, you know, they have other things to do in the house and they just need some downtime before they go to bed. Some of us are working with people that are in different time zones online and they need to stay up and work with them and then they have to go to bed at a different time. Keep these in mind. Not everybody has the same schedule, have the same responsibilities, have the same circumstances. Now, once you find your sweet spot, you find your rhythm, you find out this is the best time for me to go to bed, the best time for me to get up. These are the hours I need. You got to be as consistent as possible. You got to build that habit, build that habit in your biological clock that says, hey, this is when I need to go to bed. This is when I have to wake up. And I get these hours consistently. Try to get it for at least two weeks straight, a month if you can. Because, you know, bad habits die hard. You're forming new habits right now. And you need to be able to build that habit to make sure you don't stay up past, you know, where you maybe want to, you know, see another episode of whatever's on Netflix or Amazon Prime. And you, you're, you're diligent about it. And you go to bed when you need to go to bed. Same thing about getting up. You know, once you break the cycle, it can get really bad. And it's really hard for you to form that consistency. And that includes weekends. That includes, you know, having a late night on the weekend. It's going to really set you back. So you really need to make sure that you build that habit in a consistent time, a consistent framework where you have control over the time you go to bed and the time you wake up. There's one more thing we need to talk about when it comes to sleep and your energy and being optimal throughout the day. And it's your diet. And it's a quick word, but before that, I got to give some love to today's sponsors. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is supported by Sunbasket. We all know that eating healthy is important. A huge part of eating healthy is just finding the time to do it. Taking the time to plan your meals, trek to the farmer's market, figure out portions, it all adds up. And if you're like me and don't have all that time, you'll love Sunbasket. Sunbasket delivers delicious, healthy recipes and fresh ingredients straight to your door. Get dinner on the table in 30 minutes. It's healthy cooking made easy. You'll get organic, non-GMO ingredients from the best farms and fishermen. Everything is seasonal and sustainably sourced. I love this because I want to make sure that good things go into my body. And don't worry, Sunbasket offers paleo, gluten-free, vegetarian, breakfast, and family options, created by an award-winning chef and approved by nutritionists. Each meal comes with pre-measured fresh ingredients and easy-to-follow directions. And best of all, it's delicious. It's time in the kitchen well spent. Go to sunbasket.com slash MBA today and get your first three meals for free. That's sunbasket.com slash MBA to get three healthy, easy to prepare meals free from Sunbasket. Again, that's sunbasket.com slash MBA. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is also supported by Constant Contact. Thinking about trying email marketing for your business? Make sure you do it the right way with Constant Contact. Unlike other solutions, Constant Contact has a state-of-the-art drag-and-drop editor that offers the most simplified editing experience possible. Plus, Constant Contact templates are built to be mobile responsive, so you can be sure that all your emails will look just as good on the little screens as they do on the big ones. Even track who's opening, clicking, and sharing your emails in real time so you can plan your next steps accordingly. Or if you want to talk strategy with a marketing expert, you can turn to Constant Contact's free live coaching for professional help anytime you want. What a huge bonus. With a tool as powerful as Constant Contact, it's never been easier to connect with new customers and stay in touch with the ones you already have. And you don't need to be a marketing expert to see results. So see how you can be a better marketer with Constant Contact. Sign up for a free trial at constantcontact.com slash podcast. 
Again, that's ConstantContact.com slash podcast. Sleep and diet go hand in hand. If you're eating heavy foods, if you're eating foods that take a while to digest, and you're eating them late, meaning within three hours of your bedtime, it's going to affect your sleep because while you're asleep, your body is working hard to digest and it's not really resting. If you're dependent on things like sugar or you're over-caffeinated, I'm a sweet tooth. I love my sweet snacks, but I've been trying to cut down as much as possible so my body is able to perform and be energetic without sugar. If you're dependent on a lot of caffeine, you know, I am a huge lover of coffee. I used to drink four or five cups of coffee a day, if you could believe that, back when I was a teacher. But now I've gotten it down to one cup a day. I'm very proud of that, actually. (laughs) But I only have one cup a day. And it allows me to be non-dependent on caffeine. It allows my body to know exactly how much energy it's going to have throughout the day consistently. So if you really want this to work, where you have optimal sleep, you're performing at the maximum capacity, be aware of your diet, eat healthy, eat greens. I'm not suggesting you have to be a vegetarian or something, you know, but, you know, again, meat is heavy. So try not to eat it so late and try not to eat it so much. Be careful of your sugar intake and your caffeine intake. Trust me, do these things and you'll thank me later. You're going to feel so much energy when you get your sleep dialed in, you get your sleep optimized and your health. It's going to work hand in hand and you're going to be a powerful force in the business world. You're going to be a powerful force for your business, for your team, for your customers. You're going to be able to deliver what you need to deliver at tip-top shape. And when you feel good, you perform well and you're happy. You enjoy the process. When you're tired and when you feel like you're sleep-deprived or you feel like you're just sluggish, things just seem grim. So get your health in check, get your sleep in check, and you know be mindful of your diet, and your business is going to reap the benefits. All right, guys, I really wanted to do this episode because it's something really important to me, something I really wanted to focus on, and something that I'm working on myself. Maybe in a few episodes, I'll update you how I'm doing and how I'm optimizing my sleep. If you'd like to hear about that, let me know. Leave us an iTunes rating or review. Search us on iTunes, The $100 MBA Show, and drop us a review. Make sure you hit subscribe so you get all our episodes automatically. Our episodes will download automatically right to your device when they publish so you don't miss a beat. All right, that's it for me today, guys. But before I go, I want to leave you with this. The one thing I didn't mention is what do you do on vacation when you're on holiday? Well, the funny thing is, is I sleep less. I wake up earlier when I'm on break, when I'm on vacation. Why? Because I'm not stressed out. I'm not doing as much. I'm not thinking as much. I'm not using so much energy. I'm chilling, right? I'm hanging out at the beach. I'm sightseeing. I'm having a good time, right? So try to maintain your sleep cycle, your sleep habits, your sleep time. And maybe if you're traveling and you're changing, you know, locations or time zones, it's a good time to try this out. Sometimes a change makes it easy for you to try something new. And if your break is for two weeks, that's great. You can actually build a new sleep cycle and a new habit. All right, I hope that helps. And I hope to see you in the next episode. I'll see you then. Take care.